y'all. Welcome back to the RV Texas Y'all podcast. I'm Stacy. I'm Tom, and we're RV Texas Y'all. We are native Texans and full-time RVers who are all about exploring the great state of Texas and beyond one campground at a time. We're on a mission to experience life, not just live it, and we're bringing you along for the fun. Recording this episode at Airport Park in Waco, Texas. This is episode 14. And this week we're talking about a place that is a bucket list item for a lot of RVers, including ourselves. We are taking you to Fort Wilderness Campground at Walt Disney World Resort in Florida. So sit back, relax, and join us as we RV America, y'all. In the last episode, we talked about what we're doing to live a healthier lifestyle, and a big part of that is being more active. Well, we recently visited a place where we averaged walking over six miles a day (laughs) for two weeks, (laughs) though we had a blast doing it. This week, we're talking about our stay at Walt Disney World Resort in Florida, and specifically Fort Wilderness Campground. Now, I think it'll be helpful for you to know a little bit about our backgrounds with Disney World and Fort Wilderness. We've both been to Disney World multiple times. You Uh, first went when, honey, to the resort? Uh, Well, the resort, I I don't even remember when it was to the resort, but I went to Disney World right after Disney World opened. Yeah. Back in, what, 72? Wow. See, and I first went in 1984 uh, when I was in high school. And that is the first time that I stayed at Fort Wilderness Resort. Now, you know, back then my parents had a van and a pop-up camper, and there were five of us who traveled uh, with that pop-up camper. Uh, We drove from Houston out to uh, Fort Wilderness. We had, I think, four nights. Um, That's all we could get uh, on reservations. Back (laughs) in that day in 1984, Disney World Resort consisted of the Magic Kingdom and Epcot, uh, Disney Springs, which was, you might know as Downtown Disney. At that time, I think it was called the Disney Village. And the resort options you had were the Contemporary Resort, the Polynesian, uh, Sh- Shades of Green, which at the time was called Disney Inn, and Fort Wilderness Campground. And the campground was a lot smaller back then, I tell you. Yeah, and of course, you said you had mentioned about staying in the resorts. I I, that's how I stayed most of the time. Now, back in 72, uh, my parents and stuff, we went to see an aunt in Florida, and she lived very close uh, to Disney World right after it opened. And that and we that was back when you had separate tickets for each ride, you know, the e-tickets and everything else. And and uh, and I, I took to Disney immediately. Um, but loved staying in the resorts when I became an adult. And used to stay at Fort Wilderness Lodge and stayed at the boardwalk and 
several of them. And then, of course, we stayed at uh, the villas at at uh, Wilderness Lodge. We did. We uh, also stayed at the Boardwalk and uh, Old Key West. Yes, we did. And that, that was a lot of fun. And, I you mean, know, it's funny because uh, so I ended up going to Fort Wilderness Campground a few times before I ever stayed in a resort at Fort at uh, Disney uh, at at Walt Disney World, and I always said I'm not going to come to Disney unless I can stay at Fort Wilderness Campground. I just loved it. <laughs> um, in fact, when when my family got back from that first trip in 1984, we could not wait. Uh, we wanted to spend more time, all of us. So. Uh, Mama, uh, she called right away and made reservations for two years later, and we were able to get 10 days. Wow. And we were, I mean, we just thought that was the best thing ever. Yeah, considering y'all really didn't even want to go to begin with. Oh, my gosh. my One of my <laughs> brothers, so, yeah, I, I hate to admit it. Sorry, Mom. <laughs> but But back when I was in high school, before we went to Disney World the first time, uh, I was in high school. I had another brother who was just younger than me, and then we had a, a quite a bit younger brother. And the two of us older kids, we weren't so crazy about going to Disney World uh, when we were in high school. We really just thought it was another amusement park. We'd rather go to, say, I don't know, Colorado or something, you know, <laughs> do something cool and fun. And and I am so surprised my parents didn't leave us on the side of the road as they're towing that pop-up camper across the country because <laughs> <laughs> we were a big pain in the um, derriere, shall we say, all the way out. But as soon as we pulled onto Disney property, it, it's unbelievable. The magic just kind of washed over us, and we have all been huge fans of the Disney World Resort ever since. I There is... Even if you can't stay in the campground and don't have an RV, stay in one of the resorts on property. I mean, it it's so much of a different experience when you're staying on property. Similar to what I think we experience in a national park, why we've gone small in our RV, is so we can be in the park the whole time to get the whole experience. And that's what you get when you stay in the campground or when you stay at one of the resorts. And, of course, when we were staying in the resorts, before we even had an RV, I always wanted to stay in the campground. I mean, and, of course, you already had that experience. I didn't. It was on my bucket list. And uh, it, I'm glad we were able to get there, and we got to spend some time there. I mean. We did. We did. And, you know, it is a... It is a beautiful campground. It's very well maintained, uh, very clean. Yes, just like all of Disney. Oh very my clean. gosh! Yes, and and so all of I believe all of the campsites, certainly everyone we've seen are back end sites. Uh, but you've got full hookup sites in some cases. I think there's some electric and water. There's some tent camping sites. There's some cabins there as well. Yeah, there are. And uh, so there's a little bit of something for everyone, and your price is going to be dependent on a lot of things. You know, this is Disney, this is Florida, this is tourist stuff, so it's going to be dependent on the time of year you're going. Um, it's going to be dependent on where in the campground your your campsite is located. Yeah, like how close to the amenities you are. And basically, when I say amenities, we're talking towards the lake closer to the boat that takes you over to magic kingdom or 
or closer to the the stores and stuff up there. Right, um, restaurants. Restaurants. Um, and then there's also size differences in some of the sites. Uh, I think they call it premium. Don't quote me on that, but I believe it's the premium sites that are lo- the larger uh, sites. And, you know, we had originally on this trip planned for uh, a site in what they call the 300 loop. That is fairly close. It's up toward the, well, it's part of the original campground, and it's up toward uh, where you'll find transportation by boat, like Tom said, to the Magic Kingdom. Uh, You can also, uh, there's a lot of other stuff up in that area, a little store, uh, uh, some restaurants and things. And our friends happened to book that same time, and they were going to be with their RV in the 500 loop. They've got a 43-foot motorhome. Yeah. Uh, ours, of course, is our motorhome is less than 34 feet. So we had taken a smaller site in the 300 loop. But uh, a, I don't know. It wasn't even that long before we were Gosh, scheduled to like arrive. Seems like a couple weeks. Uh, Disney actually called us and they said, we see you're traveling with some friends and they're going to be in the 500 loop. We have a site. Actually, we can put you guys right next to your friends if you'd like to upgrade to the larger site in the 500 loop. So we took advantage of that. We paid a little more money. We got the upgrade to the premium uh, campsite. Yeah, I think it was worth it. Uh, and it was uh, the, it was bigger. The site was bigger, and it was awesome being next to them. Absolutely. You know, that made... You know, kind of the logistics part of it a lot easier when we were going to the parks and stuff. I think if you've got a bigger rig, you definitely want to look at one of the bigger campsites. Uh, It was very easy to get into uh, for us. Uh, We really liked that, you know, a lot of times when we were there, there, it rained a lot. That's not unusual for that part of Florida. And uh, it it was nice having additional pavement for our picnic table and stuff where we didn't have to deal so much with mud and things like that uh but yeah just a beautiful beautiful campsite lots of trees but they're trimmed back so they're not really i don't i didn't see anywhere the trees were really a problem for folks no not even for big rigs i think and Man, they've got a lot of sites there. Oh my gosh, I don't even know how many site campsites they have there. But they're divided up into these loops, uh, so they're it doesn't almost like feel. Pods or yeah, something. yeah. So you're you're kind of with you know a few campsites at any given time. It's not like you're in just just huge, massive camping ring. So it makes it feel a little more remote, maybe uh, a little more like you're out in nature. Yeah, and but. The nice thing is it's easy to get around in the campgrounds because they have a phenomenal busing system. That is one of my favorite things about staying on property in Disney is their transportation system. And I know over the years it's kind of, you know, had its growing pains. But I tell you, we parked our truck when we parked the motorhome, and we didn't move that truck for two weeks. Yeah, not at all. In fact, it had stuff all over the top of it. We had to dust, we had to dust it off because it had like two inches of needles and stuff all on top of it. But, but that's one of the awesome things. Again, that's just like staying even in a resort. You can park that car and forget about it. Let Disney handle the transportation. And to me, that makes it a vacation. You could get away from that stuff. Absolutely. So getting around the camp, campground is 
big these days. It's very, very big. And so to get around within the campground, they have uh, buses that run specifically just on a constant loop uh, within the campground to take you from point A to point B. Uh, or if you've got friends, say, that are staying in another loop and it's a little too far for you to walk, you can hop on one of the internal campground loop buses and go visit their loop. They've got, uh, and then you've got toward the, what I consider the front, I guess it's really the rear these days of the, of the uh, campground, um, where you've got the lake, with, like we said, the boat that will take you to Magic Kingdom. Yeah. Uh, there's also, now it wasn't running during our stay, but a lot of times they have boats that are running also to the other resorts like uh, Wilderness Lodge, like you mentioned. Or Contemporary. Or Contemporary. Um, and then you can also pick up a bus there that will take you to the, I guess what is now technically the front, the entrance of Fort Wilderness Campground, where they've got a bus station where you can catch a bus to anything else you want to go to. Any right. of the other resort, uh, SCART, not the resorts, any of the other parks yep. or Disney Springs, uh, which is their shopping area, um, or the uh, water parks as well. Yeah, and that the front of the park, too, is where you check in. When you come in, that's where the the entrance is and they're their office and check-in was really easy oh it was i mean they they sent us our uh as we were on our way we were actually going from saint augustine florida to uh disney world so it wasn't a long drive but on the way i got a a text message i think it was on my phone from disney that uh, gave us our site number our campsite number yeah now one thing to be aware of if you're a pet owner uh, is when you pay for your campsite in advance, uh, it does not include any pet fees, and they do charge pet fees. There are only certain camping loops where pets are allowed, so you have to tell them up front if you're bringing your pets with you, but they don't charge those fees for your pets until you physically arrive with your pets at Disney World. Yeah, that was a little confusing. Yeah, and we thought that it, we assumed that it was paid when we paid our Because uh, we put in there that we had a pet. But they said what happens is sometimes folks will say they're bringing their pets and then they'll change their mind uh, before they arrive. And so they charge your pet fee when you get there and check in. Right, at the gate. I mean, it was, I, it may, I think it was like $5 a day. I don't remember. but uh, It wasn't a lot. Right, right. And so um, they do have a, dog, a couple of dog parks uh, at, up uh, in the campground. They've also got a lot of other amenities. Um, they've got a swimming pool at the. Uh, they've got two trading posts. Yeah, we weren't able to use a swimming pool when we were there because it. it I mean, it rained every single day, and <laughs> uh, and we were busy doing everything else. But next time. Next time. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> they've got. Uh, oh, we had a great time though visiting the horses. That is a little way i mean it's above average uh, people don't even realize it's there i mean you can see the stables and stuff but they don't realize what's in there i mean right. and we didn't realize it till the last day and we we decided we just got to check that out and that was one of the highlights of our stay there was going to the stables it's a tricircle d ranch yeah And uh, they actually have two locations now uh, within the park. One is right up by the major bus stop, uh, 
at the entrance to the campground. Uh, they do pony rides and things from up there. And then the there's a big uh, barn area over near the bus stop that kind of can take you to the Wilderness Lodge if you're going that way or to the Magic Kingdom. Up closer to where we were in the 500 Loop, that is where they keep all of the horses that pull the uh, princesses and stuff down Main Street. Yeah, in the if Magic you see Kingdom. horses in the park pulling anything, that's where they come from. And you can go in and see some of those horses, and some of them, I tell you, are huge. Yeah, they are. Huge. Uh, but it's really neat to see them up close. And we were lucky enough to get to speak to one of the head trainers. Yeah. And he was just so help knowledgeable and you know willing to share information about working with horses and things and it yeah. was just fascinating it was fascinating and what is the thing called that they had in there that plays the music that oh so yeah in that in that uh building they had yeah. a calliope calliope oh my gosh and it was very old that yeah was... it was it was and walt disney himself you know yeah. was involved in the purchase of it and um, they used to use it in parades. Yeah. And now I think it's pretty much just on standard display here, but you can push a button and hear what it would sound like when it played. And oh, it was wow. just so neat. Yeah, it, it, it really was neat. And that, it was really nice of them to spend the time to give us a, I, I mean, a tour. We got, he gave us a tour of the place. And, and, uh, so I, I'd strongly recommend, you know, even if you, you're there with your kids, Take them over there. They'll love seeing these horses and stuff. And uh, not many people go in. I mean, uh, it's it's just you see it over there and you just think, ah, okay, that's where they keep the horses. But you don't realize there's stuff to see in there, and it is pretty cool. It is really, really neat. Now, now I wanted to mention one thing, too, is what caught me a little bit by surprise is, my gosh, a lot of people rent golf carts <laughs> oh yes or they bring golf carts right I yes mean, there are golf carts everywhere again it is a big campground yeah and i mean if uh, if like at night when the, there's a light parade that goes in the uh uh on the lake <laughs> i don't know how many golf carts are all parked up there watching this and then when it ends i mean it is a parade of golf carts <laughs> to get out of there uh, now however we decided not to go with a golf cart because you know we wanted the exercise and right it, it's such a beautiful place and the the sidewalks are perfect i mean it's disney yes they it's the sidewalks are in great shape you can either bike on them or you can walk them, and we did both. Yes, yeah. and it was a great way to get around. I really enjoyed getting that exercise, and like I said, this is no exaggeration. You know, we were wearing our, our Apple Watches, mm. and uh, we averaged six miles a day uh, for the two weeks that we were there. In yeah, but, I mean, in the parks, you're going to walk a lot, too, because right. the parks are definitely spread out and everything, but... When we'd come back, we, we would walk back to our campsite. And really, it's not too far from it. Where we were at, it wasn't too far for any of the transportation for us to walk, really. Right. Uh, we had a bus, and an internal bus station real close. Mm -hmm. And then we had a, a 
bus station that would take us to the any of the parks or I guess did it take us up front? It took us to right to, to the, the front, front and right. then from the front we could get on another bus and go to any park. Right. Um, and of course, from that park, then you could transfer to any other resort if you had dinner reservations, maybe at another yep. resort. Or we love to just go see the other resorts. Uh, so you could do that by just changing buses. Uh, when you got to a park. And, of course, Magic Kingdom, you go by boat. I mean, I... Oh, yeah. Wait, every time. I, I I wouldn't... You can take a bus, but I I wouldn't take a bus. I mean, I love the boat ride over there. And now, you know, if you really don't like public transportation and you really just want to go on your own time, and you can drive. You can drive your car from... Yeah, we met some folks that did that every time. Absolutely. And, and park at the different parks... And you can, that is certainly something that is an option. We have never, ever done that at Disney. No, uh, and I think they said with their ticket or whatever, it, they, they had free parking anyway. I think they did say that. So, I mean, maybe if you're staying in the campground and, and you go to the parks, it's free parking, I guess. But I still wouldn't do it. I mean, I'm, I'm telling you, part of the relaxation is leaving the car where you park <laughs> right letting disney drive let disney do the transportation and i'm here to tell you they do it well and their buses are very comfortable yes they are and that is one of the benefits of staying on property that's one of the things that you're paying for when you choose to stay at a disney resort is the convenience of using disney transportation yeah Yep, that's for sure. And the convenience of being able to step out of your camper and go a short distance, catch a boat or a bus, and then boom, you're in the park just minutes later. Yeah, it's amazing. It really is amazing. They do such a great job with the transportation. I know sometimes you got to wait. I mean, uh, but for the most part, they do a phenomenal job. And, you know, there's entertainment within the campground as well. Oh, yeah. Now, uh, things are coming back post-COVID, and some of these things were operating and some of them weren't when we were there, but we hear that they are re-emerging. But they do a sing-along program and a nightly movie a lot of times uh, near the Meadow Trading Post outdoors, and you can roast s'mores and that type (laughs) of thing. And... and, uh, see an outdoor movie that's of course always a disney movie um and what we are very excited about um even though we don't have another disney vacation booked anytime soon but we hear that the hoop to do musical review is coming back uh in june of 2022 so very soon they're going to relaunch the hoop to do musical review and that is right inside that's a dinner entertainment show Yes. Right inside Fort Wilderness Campground. And if you have never done it, I'm telling you what, it's something that you need to do. That's kind of special to us because right after Stacy and I got married, uh, we went to the Hoop to Do Review. And we were with her parents and, and her aunt, and we sat right up front. I mean, right on the <laughs> they stage. They could have stepped off the stage onto our table. Yeah, I, I think her dad probably arranged that. But <laughs> Uh, yeah, that that was that was really neat. And another thing they had when we were there was the food trucks. Oh yeah, forgot about the food trucks. Yes. Yeah, it wasn't every day. Twice a think. week. Yeah. 
uh, they would have food trucks and come in, and there was a good variety, yeah. four or five trucks, I think, and uh, they had picnic tables outside right there, or you could pick up food and take it back to your RV if you wanted. Um, there are quite a few options for eating out if you'd like to, if you don't want to cook while you're there, or you just are tired from the parks and you want something quick to eat. There are definitely some options right there uh, in the campground. Well, and speaking of that, too, is the one thing we took advantage of is right away when you get there, if you buy the the mug, the soda mug or coffee mug, I mean, it's the same thing. You can either get soda or coffee or whatever you want. Gosh, right when you get there, if you buy it, it's free refills. Right, for the entire duration for, of your stay Right at any resort. That's true. So if you're going to go visit some other resorts, like we did one day, we went over to Boardwalk, we took it, and we were able to get refills over there. And that was pretty cool. It's it's not for refills in the parks themselves uh, as far as, like, Magic Kingdom and like that. But uh, that's a whole other thing because in Magic Kingdom, you got to get the bucket of popcorn. <laughs> Which, yeah, that's, Tom has this popcorn addiction. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> and the first day you're there, go ahead and get the bucket of popcorn. And it has, I think it was like $2 refill. I forgot I what the refills were. I forgot how much it was. But it was a lot more reasonable to get the refills, from, but you had to bring the bucket back. But that was okay. Uh, towards the end of it, we got tired of carrying the bucket. But, it, it you know, I got a lot of popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, so the soda thing at your at, at Wilderness Lodge, get that. Yeah, Fort Wilderness, Fort yeah. Fort Wilderness. Any of the resorts, any, they all have them. That's right, they all have them. But I'd recommend that because even in the mornings, we could go by and get coffee. And we did often. We would yep. take it with us and we would get coffee. Uh, it was good for coffee, tea, lemonade, sodas. Uh, yeah, it was, it was definitely worth it for us. Yes, for sure. Yep. Okay. To think about. So, you know, the big question that everybody has about Fort Wilderness, when you start talking about Fort Wilderness Campground is, is it worth the cost? Because it's not an inexpensive stay at a campground. No, but I think it's worth every penny. I really do. Um, it's so, it, to me, it's, I mean, it's just like you're in a fairy tale. I mean, I love it. Uh, Again, we, we don't get in the car. We let Disney handle all that. And, um, yeah, I think it's worth everything. Well, when you consider that your RV camping in Florida, which tends to be expensive when you're looking at a lot of the RV resorts, uh, you've got the Disney transportation, the access to the parks, and all that there is to do right there. Yeah, I totally agree. I can't wait to go back. The value, yeah, great value. Strongly recommend it. I, I say put it on your bucket list like I did because I don't think you're going to be disappointed. I think it is definitely part of the RV lifestyle that a lot of folks would enjoy. Now, speaking of the RV lifestyle, we have a special, special guest coming up next week. Make sure you come back. If you watch YouTube videos about RVing, you've probably seen this lady our good friend Angie from National Indoor RV Centers will be joining us next week. Thanks for joining us, y'all. 
For more on what we talked about this week and to find other episodes, visit the podcast page of rvtexasyall.com. Subscribe to the RV Texas Y'all podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or your favorite podcast app. And don't forget to join us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at RV Texas Y'all. Until next time, safe travels. And happy camping. Bye. Thank you.